Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth at what the other has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Let's just clap right now just to get it in. <laughs> Do you want to count it? Yeah, sure. Three, two, one. That was like perfect on my end. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it, I've noticed it always is on your end, <laughs> like dead on. For me, it's like, <laughs> you know, I get my juice box. Hold on. Juicy juice. Let me see it. Too is it much. Juicy Juice brand? Uh, no, this is the Aldi brand. It's just 100% juice. Nature's nectar. <laughs> what flavor? Fruit punch, man. Oh, dude. I feel like a child because I also have an empty right here. <laughs> <laughs> Watching a fully grown man with a big beard drink out of the tiny little straw. It's like the size of a toothpick in your mouth. <laughs> There's so much lip person. I also have a bag of pretzels right here. Dude, you're living the life I wish I could live. It's not a bad life. I will say that. Dude. Emily and I just got a Kroger, or not a Kroger, a Costco membership. Ooh. And we realized very quickly, we probably won't use it very much because we went once, spent like 200 bucks, and it's more food than we could ever eat. That's ever. We did the exact same thing with um, Sam's Club. Yeah. Like, we're like, this is awesome because like it was a deal if you signed up. Yeah. yeah. And then we went there the first time. And got just ginormous packs of everything for two people. And then anytime we go now, we buy weight. Like we go in not planning on buying the items we come out with. Yeah. Like, oh, I need new car mats. No, I don't. But yeah, but they're at Sam's Club. So they got to be a good deal. <laughs> right. Do you have to buy in bulk at Sam's Club? Um, I mean... Not like, not necessarily just everything is in bulk. Like one item, like if I go in for AA batteries, instead of yeah. getting like four AA batteries in a pack, I'm going to get 48. And that's the smallest right. size I can get. Yeah. So in that sense, yes. Okay. Yeah. It seems similar to Costco because we bought everything in bulk and then we bought just like a bag of bagels. Like, I don't know how many bagels are in a typical bag, like eight, something mm -hmm. like that. And we're like, oh, cool. This is just whatever, a bag of bagels. And we, when we're checking out, they pointed out to us on the packaging, it says you have to buy two. Oh, really? So we're like, oh, fine. I guess we'll get another one and just put the other one in the freezer. Oh, no. No, they don't have that at Sam's Club. Yeah. But everything else was like large quantities. And like we have a thing of cereal right now that's like, I think it's four family-sized cereals in a big box. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we were thinking that like we're the first time we went, we were going through and we we're looking at everything and looking at 
the amount of everything. Mm-hmm. Like this will be perfect for when we have kids. Oh yeah. And like we need like a butt ton of diapers. Like come here and buy diapers in bulk or whatever. Or food in bulk. Like baby formula in bulk. Yeah. But for right now, like we, we estimated we'll maybe go like four times a year. <laughs> Your quarterly trip. <laughs> yeah. But the freaking, I don't know if Sam Cl- Sam's Club has this, but the food court at Costco is off the chain. Is it like multiple vendors? Okay, so they have um, like uh, taste testers, mm-hmm. whatever, like mm-hmm. free samples, like all throughout the store. But by the checkout, there is um, a food court where you can get hot dogs or a slice of pizza and like a side, like chips or something and a drink all for like, if you got a hot dog and a drink and the hot dog is a foot long hot dog, like a big thick boy (laughs) and a drink for a dollar 50. And that price never changes. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Sam's club has, has like food like that, but just like the one, like restaurant, if you want to call it that. It's not really a restaurant, sure. just like a walk-up counter. Yeah. But they yeah. have multiple genres of food. Gotcha. I guess we should address the fact that we're podcasting in general here. Yes. If you stumbled upon this, this is a podcast. Uh, actually, let me check how we're doing in Fiji. <laughs> let me just hop on over to our thing quick. I want to see we if you don't know we are the number 15 podcast in Fiji. So hello to all our uh Fiji listeners, Fijians. Fijians, let's see if they're still listening. Ooh, our numbers have gone down. Well, I mean we haven't uploaded since what? Uh December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, February. February. We recorded in December. February. Yeah. But we haven't uploaded since the beginning of February. Uh, yeah, Fiji. We're still getting some good numbers in Fiji. Uh, specifically, the city of Suva. Suva, Fiji. Suva, Fiji. And then I have... So my analytics for where we host our podcast, I can see where like where in the on the globe people are listening. It's like a little map I can zoom in on and it shows like the town or whatever. There is feet, so I'm zoomed in. I'm zoomed in on Fiji, and there's a big red spot over Suva, which means we're getting a lot of downloads from there. And then I would, I don't know how big Fiji is, but I would gander, and I'm not going to check this, but I would gander maybe a hundred miles off the western coast of Fiji in the middle of the ocean. There's a couple of downloads there too. <laughs> <laughs> so potentially some uh, people stranded at sea. <laughs> shipping merchants that's shipping merchants yes it makes sense <laughs> I think if we could be the most listened to podcast amongst shipping merchants <laughs> <laughs> that's how we know we've made it do you think you could ever do that as a career to be at sea for that long um I thought about this I think I would love it but I get motion sick so bad I would hate it oh so no. What about, don't you do the patches though? Don't those help you? Because you'd go on those cruises. Yeah. I mean, they do. But like taking that forever 
or for however long my mm. m- merchant mission was. Oh yeah. I, I would not enjoy that. I can do it for like a week if I have to, but, and actually on cruises now, I don't even need to do that, but I did recently get very seasick on a fishing charter. Um, so small boats are still a no go for old Jordo. <laughs> do you think like if you were on a merchant ship or had to put, have those patches on for an extended period of time that there is a side effect from just c- continuously pumping Dramamine into your system? I don't know. Cause like, I mean, I do have side effects when I take it, like I get real dry mouthed and, um, mm. and then my up close vision is blurry. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I would just mutate to it. Mm. I should microdose it. That's the same thing, right? Dose it. Yeah. The exact same thing. Exactly how it works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What what jobs are there? Like what like I understand like a merchant ship is transporting those like big cargo freights and you have to load them on at the beginning, and then you have to unload them. But all of that could be taken care of by dock people. Yeah. So you just need to like basically if you're at sea you're just a mechanic or a captain. I don't know, I guess. I mean Yeah, just like a general ship maintenance. Because, yeah, once they're on there. You don't really need to do much. Yeah. You just got to move it across the water. I would love that job if I could be like security for the ship. Like Ooh. fighting off the pirates. Somali pirates. Yeah. That would be fun. That'd be a ton of fun. You seen Captain Phillips, I assume? Oh, yeah. I Actually, that's one of those movies that I've seen multiple times because I love Tom Hanks. I cried in that movie. I did too. At the end. Yes. Oh man. There's there's no shame in that. No. Intense. It was the first movie yes. Allie and I ever watched together. And I told oh, really? I totally misjudged her um movie t- like uh, type cuz she's yeah. very much a rom-com like lighthearted does not like suspense doesn't like um yeah any of that and that whole movie is just like you're in suspense of what's going to mm-hmm. happen. And she didn't tell me until like we were pretty much married that that was one of the worst, like worst ways to intro our movie watching experience. Dude, I did something similar with Emily. Like she hates, she doesn't like movies pretty much at all in general. Hmm. She says it's too much of a time commitment. And yet she'll sit and binge like hour long TV shows just one after the other. Totally different. But the the commitment of a movie is too much. But she also hates, hates horror movies. Mm. And I showed her The Witch. Like before we were even dating, she came over to my house and I was like, you have to watch this horror movie that I just watched (laughs) called The Witch. (laughs) And she watched it. (laughs) It's funny. She hated it. She hated it. What our wives put up with because we're so amazing. (laughs) <laughs> no, like it's. I think it's our rugged good looks that keep them around. I think so. Our dark features. Yeah. Yes. And and the fact that I constantly tell my wife that I'm the best husband ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice and humble. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like a reverse psychology tactic of if I just say it enough, <laughs> she'll think it's true. 
What have you been up to? I haven't seen you in forever. Um, since Christmas when we saw each other last. Yeah. Um, man, what has been happening? Not really like a ton. Um, we're currently building up for camping season. Nice. Um, wife and I, uh, we sold one of our cars. So that's funding our camping project. Okay. What is the camping project? Uh, we, so I'm pretty sure we've discussed this before on the podcast about how I buy and sell vehicles. Uh Like it's, you know, whatever. And how last summer we bought a truck and a camper and then we sold it like two or three months later Mm -hmm. and all that. So anyway, we still really want to go camping. And, uh, so we bought a truck recently with a, shell uh, topper on the back mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're building a bed platform inside of there with drawers and stuff underneath um, some a little bit of shelving on one side with the goal of being able to take that camping and we actually have a trip planned to go up to the northeast um, this year up into uh, Acadia National Park in Maine. Oh sick. Yeah pretty stoked about that but also just you know, we got some good spots around Ohio. We can do weekend trips as well. And so we have started accumulating the necessary gear. It's going to be as glamping as I can make it because I like my creature comforts. Like uh, our biggest purchase is, um, they call them solar generators, but just huge battery packs that you can mm. charge solar or plugged into your wall outlet or whatever. So. Yeah, pretty stoked about that. So we'll be able to run <clears throat> pretty much anything we need to for days on end. Um, but anyway, so we've been planning all of that. Um, other than that, not really a ton. You know, here in cold winter months of Ohio, kind of hate it a lot. <laughs> like, for instance, it was 70 last week. And this weekend, we yeah. got three inches of snow. <laughs> and then it'll be 70 by the end of this week. I feel like our weather is kind of mimicking yours because it was 70 the previous weekend. And then this past weekend, we got snow as well. Really? Yeah, it was down, I think, to like the 20s in the evening or the nighttime, which is pretty rare for here. Yeah. It's that global warming stuff. Oh, a hoax. <laughs> uh, so what are you doing, I guess, for, like, you have your solar generator thing. What about, like, the inside? Like, I'm picturing some sort of mattress. Yeah, so we ordered, it's a queen-size mattress, basically. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you picture, basically, just uh, a platform that sits right above the wheel well height, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then underneath, there'll be bracing, but... Within those bracings, there'll be two drawers right in the middle between the wheel wells that will span pretty much the length of the bed. And they'll be able to pull all the way out. Yeah. And all your, you know, you can divide it up however you want. Um, And then uh, I'm thinking about getting, you know, those like roof vent fans and RVs like that you screw open and the top pops up. Yeah. And then there's a little fan. 
thinking about getting one of those and cutting a hole in the roof and installing that. Okay. Um, cause that could run off of the, um, that little battery pack as well. Yeah. Um, keep it nice and cool as we can. Um, <clears throat> then going to a junkyard and getting roof racks off of, uh, any car I can find, mm-hmm. putting those on top for kayaks. Nice. And then we ordered a solo stove. Have you seen those? Uh-uh. So they're, they look just like a round, um, alum or aluminum or stainless steel. So like real shiny, you know, just a circle basically about, uh, I don't know, 14 inches high. I think it's like 15 inches wide maybe, but <clears throat> The way that they designed it, it's supposed to be a smokeless fire. And so like you can burn like leaves, twigs, and it burns really hot because of the ventilation that they built in. Oh, cool. Um, so we ordered one of those for our house mainly, but we can take it with us and burn leaves or whatever we need to make a fire and it's not going to be all smoky. Nice. Glamping. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty stoked on that. Went up to Maine, talked about coming back down through Canada. Mm. Hitting like Niagara Falls through Buffalo when we come home. Yeah. But it also depend on if gas is six bucks a gallon. Or, True. Because um, <clears throat> that's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if that is like your vacation. Yeah. You can budget that's what for it ahead of time. Yeah. Budget for it. And then, you know, we're also saving money on lodging mm-hmm. and theoretically food because we'll be making our own food as yeah. we go. So, so yeah, so we're hoping. Nice, man. I dig that. I wish that Emily's not really that big into camping and like outdoor activity yeah. stuff, but I really am. I was telling her like we just today, uh, she bought herself a little hammock to string up between some trees that we have out back here. And she's actually out there right now because we just installed it. But the thing like, wraps up like it came with tree straps and then the hammock itself is the like it rolls up into its own little uh bag i guess Mm -hmm. like i when i opened it out of the box i was like oh i gotta take it out of the bag and i'll never be able to fit it back in there like a sleeping bag yeah the bag was part of the thing and it was like all really was the hammock (laughs) But it was all like all compact and stuff. And I was like, dang, I could easily fit this on the motorcycle, like in my Heck yeah, in my swing arm bag. And I yeah. really want to now go and do like a motorcycle camping trip. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Heck but, like, yeah. Go somewhere, find a spot, string up with just a hammock and stuff. Yeah. Rough it for a night. That'd be awesome. Back. Yeah. Shoot, I want to do that now. Should do it. Don't think, just do. I know. I have to be a, a, what do you call it? Proactive. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of planning. A slight amount of planning. At least have like a a spot where I know like is a park that I can sleep at. Yes. And yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not some backwoods Tennesseans property. Because it's a bright pink hammock, so they're going to see me right away. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. <laughs> fun. Also fun. Yes. So what have you been up to? Um I don't know, not really. I've, it feels like not a whole lot. I've been talking to um 
a, f- a few people recently that have asked me that. And I've been saying like, I feel like I've been asked that a lot recently, but I never have anything good to say. I like, totally I f- understand that. I just feel like I'm in that season of life where not a lot interesting is happening. Mm-hmm. But there's no like great like story that I have for the podcast, I guess. Like nothing super anecdotal. But I have really been building up some really good relationships recently, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've been doing coffee with a handful of different people pretty regularly and just having like some really deep, like good conversations in those moments. Yeah. And I've come to realize that like I really like I I always have said in the past, like I hate people. I don't like people. I don't think that's mm-hmm. true. I think I really do love people and conversation. I just don't like large groups of people at like all at once. Yeah. So I think I am a people person, but it has to be like a one-on-one sort of thing. Because most of the time, like I'll leave those like, like I had coffee with this dude and we were there for four and a half hours just talking. And I left that feeling like so like invigorated and like yeah. charged up because the conversation was just so good. But four hours in a group, like I'm in through our church, I'm in four different small groups right now. Oh, goodness. But most That's of them are many. just like game night things. But even like a game night once a month, like lasts for two hours and I'm pretty drained by the end of that. Yeah. Like my social yeah. tank is pretty depleted. But yeah. So I'm in this cool season of life, I guess, where I'm building some really cool relationships and just having some really good conversations with people. But because of that, nothing really fun to add to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally feel that's my big thing was the camping thing. And that's really only interesting probably to me. So (laughs) other than that, my life is exactly the same pretty much. Yeah. I will say one of the one of the small groups that I'm in is a motorcycle group, mm-hmm. so that hardly counts. I think as a small group, but it's fair, fair, because we're not really like getting together and talking too much about Jesus because we're all on motorcycles. <laughs> You're just near each other. <laughs> we're just around. Yeah. <laughs> Even community is a very vague word to use there. <laughs> but we had our first ride. Uh, Two weekends ago when it was really nice. I'm like 70 down here. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it is there is some beautiful country down here. If you and Allie are ever able to camp down here, like I know it'd be a haul to get mm. down here. But oh my gosh. Like since I've moved down here, some of the best rides I've ever been on, like most scenic, beautiful rides I've ever been on. Because it's like yeah. mountainous. And I just learned this fact. Tennessee has the most cave systems out of any state in America. Hmm. It has over 40,000 different cave systems. Yeah. I know you love no, caves. No interest of me, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. It's nice living near things like that, you know? Yeah. Not just like in the middle of Kansas or something. There's right. just nothing. Just flat. Yeah. You were talking, you know, different small group stuff. And mm-hmm. um, we've still been kind of church shopping a little bit. And 
we went last week. I won't say which church. Okay. And luckily in this area, there's plenty of Nazarene churches. Okay. And so never been to one before in my life. Don't know anything about the Nazarene denomination. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we figured, hey, let's check it out. It's only like five minutes from our house. So like, if we like it, that'd be great. So super nice people. I will preface that. Super nice people. Um, but again, going in, not knowing a ton about the denomination, we're sitting there and uh, the preacher gets up and he starts talking. And I'm trying to remember exactly how he phrased it because that matters in that um, he was t- said these two kids, I won't say their names. Okay. Um, he was like, yeah, I was sitting with uh, so-and-so and so-and-so this morning uh, during the worship service. And I asked, you know, cause both their moms are on stage. And uh, I asked, you know, does it ever make you nervous when your mom is on stage or whatever? And the way he phrased it, I immediately was like, oh no, they, this is like a polygamist. Like they practice polygamy because he was like, I was sitting, you know, I had so-and-so with me this morning, like it was his kids and then asking each of their moms are on stage. And I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, what do we get into? For and the, For the listener's perspective, my eyebrows are all the way up right now. Yes. Yes. Nice and high. <laughs> um, and so that just threw me off the entire service because I was like on the edge of my seat, like, what are we about to do? Because again, sheltered kid growing up in one church uh-huh. system his entire life. And so anyway, we got through the service fine, but we got out to the truck. And uh, so I was like, so what'd you think? You asked my wife um, what she thought of the service. And um, she said, will you tell me first? I said, well, <laughs> I said, going into it, I said, I thought we made a huge mistake because I thought <laughs> that the dude had two wives. She was, I thought the same thing. And she was like, when he was talking about the two boys, right? I was like, yes. So needless to say, it was clarified later that it was just his, his son and his son's friend was I with see. him. And the friend's mom was also on stage. Makes total sense. But in my mind, I went right to polygamy. Yeah. Um, nice, nice people won't be back probably. <laughs> But <laughs> because of the implied polygamy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. Did they, did they have one of the contact cards in like the back of the pew that you could fill out? <laughs> <laughs> Not coming back implied polygamy. <laughs> I should have. Dang it. <laughs> of all the churches we've visited since I left working at a church, I haven't filled out a single like comment card. Mm. And now is my chance to do it. Dang it. And get <laughs> back. You need to go back another Sunday. That's right. Just and I don't Sunday. put my no name on anything. <laughs> Is that what happened at your old church? People would oh, yeah. put and comment cards and not give any sort of contact information. Yes. And all the complaints were never like signed to a name. So in my opinion, I would just throw them out and not even look at them. Yeah. But there was other, other opinions higher than mine that took them into account. Had to what, please the one anonymous person. How do you please an anonymous person? You don't. That's the thing. Like you just, you fight about it and then 
yeah, make no progress on anything. That makes zero sense to me. No. Man. Um, did I tell you Emily's now uh, part-time at our church? Yes, we did talk about this. Yeah. she had I think f- on the podcast anyway. Maybe not. Either in real life. Go ahead. I, I, I'm remembering now that we did, but I can't remember if it was podcast either. Yeah. Or real life. But yeah. Uh, part-time now. She was 10 hours a week before in like a contract position, like 1099. Mm-hmm. But now she's W-2, 24 oh. hours a week, part-time. Moved up to t- W-2. W-2, baby. I wish. I pray for a W-2. <laughs> I haven't seen a W-2 in years. Uh, for real, uh, I've been like heavily looking for something that's salary. I came yeah. I came pretty close with a company in California, um, but they ghosted me. I was... I applied on Indeed and like had had like a little bit of a back and forth, and then I just have not heard back from them in like a week. Isn't that frustrating? It's super frustrating because it would have been especially, like a dream job for me too. Especially when like all you hear is about is like we can't hire anybody, like no one wants to work. And you're right? Like, no, the companies just aren't getting back to anybody. Yeah, and it. I, I we that's a whole tangent we could do, go down, yeah. but it's also like. Even like what is a uh, minimum wage been bumped up bumped up to federally at this point? Is it fifteen now? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure either. Should I Google it or should we just assume? Let's just assume twenty three dollars an hour. Twenty three. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> just kidding. I think. Yeah. In the in the um the trend of this podcast. We will not research anything, but I think it's 15. I don't know if that's for all states, but I think most states. Isn't it? Didn't, um, well, Papa Joe wasn't an executive order basically saying any federal contractor was at 15 an hour. So I don't know that it's technically Mm -hmm. a law. I see. I could be wrong. Gotcha. What's a federal contractor? Like somebody that works for the government? Yeah. Gotcha. So like a restaurant worker, that wouldn't apply to them? No. I think that would be more state per gotcha. state basis. Which I think Ohio is like still like eight, 820, I think. Which how do you live off of 820? Even in Ohio. <laughs> you don't. Like rural Ohio. Yeah. Like I couldn't live off of that. Like here in, this is one of the lower, um, What's it called? Cost of living areas. Yeah. 820. Like I would have to have two or three jobs, probably two full time and a part time. Yeah. At that rate. What um, you wrong. don't you don't have to say if you don't want to. Um, but what is your rent? You can flash your fingers and only I'll know. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um our rent is abnormal. We got a very good deal. Like it's a three bedroom house for eight hundred dollars a month. Okay. Which you don't find here, but yeah. But even that. Like I would, if you weren't in, like if you were eight or if you were eight, whatever an hour, mm-hmm. in a one be- a one bedroom, at eight hundred a month, which is I feel like, yeah, that's probably more comparable. Yeah, even that would be. Can you even do that? I mean, I'm gonna do some quick eight, math. Eight bucks an hour. You work a hundred hours. Eight times. 40 is 320 bucks for a 40 hour week. 
Yeah. Before eight, taxes. Before taxes. And then times that by four. 320 by four. This is showing how horrible I am at math. 320 by four is only 1200 bucks a month. So you so, could you could afford it, but then how do you pay for a car and insurance? And, and if you have food, kids, forget about it. Or electricity or heat. Yeah. Yeah. And also good luck finding a place for eight hundred a month. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I um I'm on Reddit. I follow I used to follow anti work. I still do, oh. but anti work blew up. <laughs> We are the same person, I swear. <laughs> did you have to unfollow because it got more toxic for yourself? Um, because that's what I had to do. I didn't unfollow. I see it less in my feed now, though, because I, I think like the algorithm knows that I just kind of quickly scroll by all those ones. Yeah. But yeah. now I follow work reform, which is like a healthier version of anti-work. Okay. Okay. Um, but the stories that I see on there, it's always like companies saying nobody wants to work nobody wants to work but then they're paying right crap wage. wages yep yeah so of course nobody wants to do that like i'm not going to do anything for eight dollars an hour yeah like i can't afford to work right at, at that like you know yeah i think oh shoot i forget i'm gonna butcher this i should i should maybe research this so i don't put my foot in my mouth um, we never do that. <laughs> I saw something not on Reddit. It was outside of Reddit. So maybe that will help give it a little bit more credibility. But it was the inflation difference from the year 2000 to now. Mm. So a 20-year difference. And it's nearly doubled. And it, it's and ridiculous. Yet, minimum wage has stayed the same. Yeah. Like in high school, my first job, which was 2008... Um, I think minimum wage was seven thirty five in Ohio, mm-hmm. and so from two thousand eight to now, it's gone up a dollar, less than a dollar. That's disgusting. Yeah, when I was living in Pittsburgh, I worked a part time job. Minimum wage that was two thousand fifteen and sixteen, and I made. Seven twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but this place that I was talking with, it would have been salary. They said on Indeed between fifty and sixty k a year with mm. full benefits. And did you just like our conversation? I I heart, didn't know what that would do. A heart just popped up on my screen <laughs> <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> Figured I'd try. I didn't know what it would do. The reactions. Yeah. Did you just get my reaction? Oh yes, festive, <laughs> festive, <laughs> angry face. Sorry, totally derailed this. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, um, but yeah, for. Our area, I guess, like $50,000 a year, if I was the only earner in the house, would be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the point I was going to make, our mortgage here is almost double your rent in our area of the country mm-hmm. for our mortgage. So then forget about if you're 
even if you're close to minimum wage, like if you're earning more than minimum wage, but you're still kind of close, forget about ever owning a house. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't build equity. Nope. You can't build towards something. You're really generational like, wealth. You have the crap end of the stick for sure if you're below a certain income. And it's just so hard to build up out of that. I'm and, lucky that, I guess my wife and I are lucky that we both work because mm-hmm. of the combined income, we were able to buy a house. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where my wife and I are at now. It's like, even when we th- think about when we're going to have kids. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't know if we can afford to right now. Mm-hmm. And then say we do. Okay. Well, child care is going to be like pretty much almost one of our salaries, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, which I think is a problem across the United States. And that's why our age group are not having kids. Yeah. Um, because we can barely afford to live ourselves. And um, yeah, there's something else I was going to talk about regarding. Um, oh, that's with companies not basically progressing salary wise um, to keep up with inflation and stuff. And so that's the other thing that our generation gets crap for is that we don't stay at jobs. Mm. There's no loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's like, because if we want to make any sort of substantial jump, even doing the exact same job, mm-hmm. we have to go somewhere else because the current place isn't going to. And I've done that multiple times now. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't like that. I've had multiple jobs, but that's the only way to like, feel like you get ahead at all. Yeah. I feel that a hundred percent, especially as a freelancer. Like I have no sense of value. Like I don't, I feel valued. I do not feel valued at all with any Mm. of the companies that I freelance for because I'm not an employee technically of that company. I'm a freelancer. And I've asked, um, I just started at a new place. I think we talked about on the last podcast, but um, I haven't talked to them, but another company that I've been freelancing for for four years now I mm-hmm. recently asked, like, hey, I'm getting sick of freelancing. Is there any sort of chance that I could come on staff? Is there any positions that might be opening in the future that I could put in for or anything like that? And they just straight up told me no. Mm-hmm. So, especially as a freelancer, and I, I think I have less of, like, a guilt aspect about it. Like, True. when I, because I've, I've quit... I used to work for five different companies and now I just work for two. So when I cease working for a company as a freelancer, I really don't feel guilty about it because I'm just going to a better opportunity. Yeah. And they didn't really care about me enough to actually hire me. So there's no, Mm -hmm. there's no guilt there. But that has been, I've had like a couple of uh, phone interviews throughout the past year or so. And that's Mm -hmm. something that I always say is I want to feel valued. I want to put into, I want a company to give back what I'm putting into it because I'm dedicating what, like 80% of my life to working. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. So I want to, I want to feel valued. And I know that 
What? <laughs> Eggplant emoji. <laughs> Popped up on my screen. <laughs> I'm going to wait until you're like really laying your heart out on this podcast. <laughs> I was in in agreement. That's all. <laughs> That's what that means. Okay. Yes. But yeah, I just want to feel valued. I want, I don't know. I yeah. would like that. But I think that's I something think, that's falling by the wayside in today's companies. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, I think, like, don't get me wrong. I want to feel financially valued. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot more that a company can do to make me feel valued that I would stick around even if I made a little bit less than I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, I don't know that it's, um, oh, like explainable. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, maybe it's more nuanced mm-hmm. things. Um, but, you know, even like vacation time, mm-hmm. to me, that is such an easy way to reward employees. Mm-hmm. Like companies in the United States are so stingy with vacation time. And like, really, what does it cost you? Yes, I'm not there, but you know, before I leave, I'm setting everything up. So it runs smoothly while I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if I'm going to be gone a week, any like a normal week that you give me, you already have systems in place of covering things while I'm gone. And like, I would cover for someone else who's gone. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Why it's are we all, so stingy with it's been vacation pr- time? It's been proven too that less time spent at work leads to more productivity at work. Absolutely. Like the four Absolutely. day, the four day work week that mm-hmm. the companies that have switched to that have seen growth in productivity. Because yeah. their employees have that three day weekend to recharge and relax to and look then forward to look forward to. And then when they are at work for those four days, they're actually getting stuff done. I couldn't do a four day work week because I'm project based and I work off deadlines. So mm-hmm. sometimes like I just have to burn like six days in a row to get a deadline met. So in my industry, I don't think that that would be sustainable to like really push for that company wide. Yeah. But many, many other industries. But also a point I was going to make to your feeling valued, I see that with my dad and his company, um, his company that he works for, how they have valued him over the years. Because he's coming up, I think, on 30 years working at that company. Yeah. And he used to be out in the field. Um, it's a construction company. He was injured. He was a. He worked his way up from... Just starting out laborer, general laborer for a construction company. Worked his way up to a project manager. Got injured in the field. His boss said, I don't want to lose you because I like you. Will you come into the office and estimate for us? So really a complete career change from working to like (laughs) algebraic math to (laughs) estimate projects. And then because of that injury that he had, he's had four surgeries throughout his life post-injury. And 
every one of the surgeries, his boss has assured him before he left for the surgery, your job will be here when you get back. So a lot of, and that's like months at a time taken off to recover from major yeah. back surgery. So that sort of value is what I'm looking for when, and what I'm talking about when I'm looking for that in a company. Yeah, And in turn, your dad stayed there for 30 years. Correct. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Can't just, why can't we just have what we want? Give, give me, give me, give me, give me. I will, I will say company I work for now for the production employees, they're on a nine eighty schedule is what they call it. Okay. So they work nine hour days Mm -hmm. and then they're off on Friday. And then the next week they work nine hour days. They work the Friday, but they work eight hours. Okay. And then any overtime is usually done on the scheduled Friday off. Gotcha. So every other Friday you have off. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which I wouldn't mind that. I wish they would let the office employees do that. But Oh, you're um, on five days. Five days, eight to five, which is another dumb thing. I hate that I have to take an hour-long unpaid lunch. Oh, you have day. to? Have to, yeah. You can't work through it. They won't let you. I mean, I can, but it's not going to benefit me. Because you still like, have, you can't clock out till five. Right. Ah, that's dumb. Yeah. Are you salary too? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. No. You might as well take your lunch. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Working from home too is like a whole different thing as well. Yeah. And I wish companies would be more flexible on that. Like, for instance, my job can 100% be done remotely. And actually, we are switching to all cloud based software, but they very specifically put a policy in at the beginning of this year that even like if I'm sick and, but like I could work, I'm not allowed to work from home. You agree? Why? Um, Why will they not let you do that? They never explained. Um, Don't know. And so instead, like I could, you know, say I'm running a fever or something, something I could work through, but probably shouldn't be around people. So instead of me being able to work from home, now I have to not work and then other people have to cover for me. Makes no sense. And um, like I get like wanting to build a culture or whatever crap. Yeah. But I don't know. Give us a little bit of flexibility on that. Um, Especially when like I'm, I got tasked with training our crew with our new cloud-based stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, that's what I've been working on the last two or three months. Um, And the whole time I'm like, why are we doing this if we can't utilize it to the extent that it's worth the effort to switch? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Companies don't want that. In all honesty, I think it's just the older generation who's still in charge. Just don't like, like that. And so they won't do it. I think to some extent, I would agree with that. Like the older generation not wanting the work from home for whatever reason. But also, my newest company that I'm freelancing for, in the 
uh, job posting on Indeed, one of the things that they said was uh, potential full-time employment. Like, so that led me to believe, okay, if I freelance and like prove myself mm-hmm. that they might hire me on. So in my interview, I asked, you mentioned something about full-time employment and they said, yeah, if you want to move to uh, Austin where our headquarters are, our CEO just kind of wants everybody to be in the same location. And the CEO of that company is like low 40s. Yeah. So he's a younger dude. But like that, it but doesn't make sense because like you're I'm freelancing already, already. Doing my job from <laughs> yeah. remotely. Why can't I continue to? Yeah. Why, do you, why do you need to oversee directly what I do when you've yeah. already trusted me to do it from home? I think that's a big thing is pe- managers just want to manage and they've, yeah. they feel like they can't manage when everybody's remote, but you can. Right. And freelance workforces prove that. That yeah. you still get stuff done. Otherwise, you don't get paid. Yeah. Uh, work reform. That And I should, uh, I just want to clarify the anti-work Reddit uh, subreddit is not about not wanting to work. It was always about just wanting to, it is what work reform is now. It's just wanting to address issues within the workplace and ratify things that they're seeing as as not benefiting. Yeah. And now it's, I've shifted to work reform because that is actually a better representation. They're just wanting to reform the way that those things happen. But in the work reform subreddit, I saw somebody had a good opinion of they, that a lot of these larger corporations that aren't allowing work from home, they lease or own these big office buildings Mm -hmm. and they have to use them. Mm Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why have them? It's like, the flip side is like, well, duh, if you got rid of that, it would save the company money. Yeah, sell it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now you have all this money. Yeah. And like, honestly, I would take less for a job that gave me that flexibility. Yeah. Like, I would be okay making a little bit less if I had that. Yeah. This, uh, this company in California that I was talking to um, the communication stopped when they asked if I was looking for remote work or if I was looking to relocate to California, which, no. <laughs> you don't want to live in California? <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially, they're based in Los Angeles. For, for so, 60 grand a year? <laughs> yeah, 60, 60K in Los Angeles <laughs> is below poverty. Oh, so, no, man. I don't want to move to California for 60K. But... That's when the communication stopped. As I said, um, I'm lo- I'm not looking to relocate. I'm looking for remote right now. And then I didn't hear back. A couple days later, I messaged them again and uh, asked, is remote something you'd be open to? And now it's been like a week and I haven't heard <laughs> back. But, and I don't know, that, that in and of itself could be a red flag. Mm-hmm for a company, but I'm, I want to, I want to send one final email just explaining why I'd be a good employee for this company. Cause it's right in my wheelhouse, right in my skill set. I think I could benefit the company by them hiring me. 
And I would even take a pay cut from what they've, what their projected salary range was if they would allow me to work from home. Yeah. Not a significant pay cut, but I would take a little bit of a pay cut. Right. Kind of to bring it full circle with um, what I was saying earlier about the conversations that I've been having with people. I had a really Mm -hmm. good conversation with a dude the other day just talking about um, anxiety and how my anxiety is constantly pulling me into the past with like reflecting on past events and into the future with worrying about the future. Mm. So it's very hard for me to be in the moment and be grounded in like right now. So I'm, I'm conscious of that and I try to actively be appreciative of moments when I'm grateful for moments. And like yeah. with my wife, like today we, I didn't work today and it's Monday. So we were out doing stuff and I like having a weekday to do errands and stuff because it's just way more chill than the weekends. Mm-hmm. And like we had lunch out at a restaurant that we like and like in that moment I was like, hey, I really appreciate this moment with you. Like I'm very happy to be here right now. But like actively saying that to her helps me yeah. be grounded in that moment. Even though I'm, I'm kind of dissatisfied with freelancing and kind of getting sick of a lot of aspects of freelancing. I'm still mm-hmm. super grateful for what it's allowing me to do right now, like going out, going out and getting coffee and being able to make my own schedule and not have a boss like constantly checking in, like, hey, are you working right now or whatever? Yeah. You want to wrap this bird up? Let's do it. I'm very hungry. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to eat for supper. What are you guys having? I don't know. Allie's not here, so I'll probably have hot dogs. <laughs> Get Dude, the we- tube steak. We got hot dogs too. Maybe I'll do hot dogs. I, sometimes I love a good cheap hot dog. Dude, a good glizzy is where it's at. Why do they call them glizzies? Never heard that before in my life. You've never heard that before in your life? <laughs> no, I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing people calling hot dogs glizzies. Really? Yeah. Is this the younger generation? No. Like people hmm. my age. I think maybe they're called glizzies at like 7-Eleven or something. Like that's what 7-Eleven calls their hot dogs. I don't know. What key is that old harmonica you got in your hand, Dave? Uh, G. G. Key of G. Yep. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're in Fiji, uh, we really appreciate you putting us on that number 15 spot. Um, maybe tell your friends and bump us up to number one in Fiji. We can get some sponsors, get paid. We can both quit our jobs and go into self-employment for our own selves. Uh, please write to us at... Hang on. Hang on now. At myfriendpod at gmail.com. M-Y-F-R-I-E-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. And tell us what you want us to talk about. Because we're running out of ideas. We're constantly out of ideas. We should not have a podcast. But anyway, we love you. Thank you for listening. I guess we'll see you later. Do you have anything to add? No. No, I don't.
On my end, the ending was perfect. <laughs> I I couldn't hear a like ear harmonica at all. Oh really? Yeah. It's like mine sound was just canceling it out, I think. That's probably for the best because it's always I always have to gain stage those whenever we do that because <laughs> my harmonica is just so loud. <laughs> Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest Jumping fences, dodging trees and trying to get away Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day